That's Alex Corley. That's Michael Odenbeck. And these are our soulless thoughts. And tonight we are drinking a beer that uh, I have absolutely zero chance of pronouncing. Uh, And when I went to buy it, I just showed the guy at the store a picture of it and said, do you have this? And if you do, find it for me, please, and put it in my cart. Thank you very much. (laughs) <laughs> not even gonna try it huh no no <laughs> no no it's really fun to try when you're already drunk <laughs> <laughs> yeah i couldn't imagine going to a bar you're like yeah give me a wise fender uh, <laughs> that voice you heard my bad uh is uh an expert that we're having on the podcast tonight an expert at all things related to the Bigfoot, the Sasquatch, the uh, the uh, Swamp Monkey, if you will. <laughs> We're bringing that back. <laughs> We're bringing that back. Okay. It's not a monkey. It's an ape. Yeah. Member of the great ape family. Yeah. Right. The Swamp <laughs> Ape. My yeah. bad. Swamp yeah, get ape. Get it right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Zach Wicks is who I'm talking about. Mr. Zach Wicks, appreciate you being on the podcast. Appreciate you having me on here. And uh, this was actually his idea to drink this beer that I can't pronounce. Mm. <laughs> no, I give it a go. Yeah. Weihen Steffener Hefeweiss beer. Had a lot of practice ordering that at the beer trap in Lexington. Nice. nice. All right. Uh, what he said. Um <laughs> <laughs> Alex, tell me about this beer. All right. So Hefeweizen, um, which basically roughly translate to like a wheat beer. And that's kind of what they made out of. So uh, this is going to be a little bit more of a citrusy. You could even vaguely say sweet, but not really. Uh, a little bit more of a citrusy beer, a little smell of cloves to it. Uh, it's definitely going to be like a golden yellow maybe even a little orangey tint depending on who's half of eyes you're trying uh it does also i think that's also i was reading too that uh in german they thought also um one translation is white beer uh and from that it was original wheat beer so it's like wheat beer to white beer to half of um this one we got the wahin stefaner uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh, almost there. I I gotta be honest. I've had this beer before, and every time, I usually so like I've also been to Lexington. Um, I usually was always doing it at Marika's, but I would just like give me that one. That no no lower no to the right that one. <laughs> <laughs> the Hefeweizen. Like I got Hefeweizen. Um, so uh, this one is five point. Four percent alcohol, uh, so it's you know it's a solid beer and solid drinking beer. Good on like a, uh, what is a hot summer's day? I always like these kind of beers like that. Uh, it says it pairs well with seafood, but what beer doesn't? If you drink enough of it, um, then uh, it actually scored on the Beer Advocate at ninety eight. So it's actually up there. It's pretty high. So uh, I'm pretty excited about it. There's another cool note about this is that this beer has been brewed the same way for a thousand years. I believe the recipe started in 1050 
and Ooh. yeah, it's it's the oldest beer in the world. Yeah. Well, goddamn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coming over top. Well, let's let's drink it and taste it and see what it see what it's all about then. Cheers. Cheers. One, two, three, four. They were doing it right at 1050. Uh, <laughs> it does smell like, or smell, it does taste like the Middle Ages. <laughs> totally. I could, you know what's weird? That's like the first time you've said something like that where I'm like, I could see that. I could totally see it. Yeah. Usually it's like, <laughs> I feel like you, sometimes you're like, I feel like if I was driving a Jaguar out in the summer night of California, I'm like, you got all of that from a, beer tape wow this stuff really transports you uh but this one i can totally see like we all sitting around eating a roasted i don't know goat leg or something yeah. uh for sure um and you know it's funny as soon as you said that uh the fact that it being the oldest i literally read the beer bottle where it said the world's oldest brewery i'm like damn my attention to detail is uh, next to none uh <laughs> Well, they, they always had it on tap at the beer trap and they always had the tap list there and it said that it was the oldest beer in the world in so many words so yeah. I also read that quite often yeah <laughs> give me another of the oldest beer ever <laughs> but it tastes good man I mean they they uh, they had their recipe right yeah no need to change it's almost like it's like uh, like the great white shark or like alligators like it didn't have to evolve (laughs) right (laughs) yes it's the dinosaur the beer class yeah uh and uh speaking of dinosaurs let's get in to the great ape the one the only bigfoot uriacus okay is that, is that that's that's the right that's the scientific name for it right that <laughs> <laughs> just that sounded like a nerdy middle name from a like your name's Uriacus? I'm Eukariah. It's nice yeah. to <laughs> Yeah. But listen, that's what I call it. It's Bigfoot Uriacus. It's it's his name. 
Yeah. No, no, sorry. My, my, I think my internet crapped out there for a second. Oh, you're good. We're just debating Uriacus over here. Good, good excuse, Zach. Where I uh, <laughs> just steer clear of the Uriacus chat. All right. So, uh, all right. Zach Wicks, uh, Bigfoot expert and expert witness to a Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Multiple. Multiple. Nice. Malt. Actually, I believe I was at your house one time and we did. Uh, wood knock mm-hmm. uh, exercise and then we heard a response did we we did and then we heard a bunch of dogs off in the distance start losing their freaking minds was it dogs or coyotes it was it might have been coyotes it's usually coyotes when when you start in with that stuff yeah it's kind of weird and it was and it was but it was what was weird to me about it was it wasn't just like Oh, well, it's the ones over there in that valley. It was like from multiple directions. Mm-hmm. They were losing their shit. And mm-hmm. I was like, damn. All right, let's go inside. All right. <laughs> so so fill me and the viewers on. Uh, so what's this knock thing you're talking about? So if you don't mind, before I go into that, uh, throw yeah, my credentials a little bit. Um, I have a master of science in biomechanics. Uh, and that's something that people have been trying to use on Bigfoot videos, uh, in relative recent history as kind of saying like, yes or no, this is fake. This is not fake. You know, this doesn't make sense. Um, but beyond that, so wood knocking, it's actually, a um, a, a habit of primates, uh, mountain gorillas do this. What they, what they do is they post what they, what has been termed by science, a sentry at the edge of where the troop is residing for the moment. And if that sentry sees any sort of danger, humans, uh, what it'll do is it'll pick up a stick and it'll hit it on the tree. And here, here's you know something that we, we should talk about later is how many strikes it actually seems like it's a language. But they'll strike it on a tree and that sound carries so well that when the troop hears that wood knock, they know that it's a danger. Everybody get up and and flee from the direction that sentry went. Um, And something that I found in one of the times that I got some really good wood knocking responses, um, it, the amount of knocks almost translated to a language. Nice. Like, uh, Hey, Bertha, we're short on some (laughs) wheat juice up here. (laughs) <laughs> Can you bring us something to drink? That's three knocks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> so it's like a evolutionary Morse code. Mm-hmm. Because there are no other creatures, well, that will pick can pick up a stick like that. Yeah. And they're intelligent enough just to know that sound. Um, but yeah, that's that's a that's a well documented phenomenon with gorillas that's cool so we're thinking that bigfoot then also does the wood knocks yes there are a lot of documented cases where well you said with ours um, my brain's a little foggy from college years but uh I've had other responses on different occasions you'll see it on some of the tv shows where they'll try it um because you can get a response. 
And frankly, it's it's pretty fucking creepy when it actually happens. Yeah, it tripped me out. <laughs> so like I said, I was like, all right, let's go back inside. Yeah. Let's and turn on let's turn on Lord of the Rings or something. <laughs> yep. There you go. Um but yeah, it, it's it's so crazy because you mentioned the coyotes and <sighs> You know, not a proper nature expert, but I wonder if there's some sort of maybe a relation, maybe that Sasquatches follow coyotes for for their kills and almost act like a scavenger for their meat mm. and then do their their gathering separately. So then coyotes, if they know there's a Bigfoot in the area, kind of, you know, lose their shit and tell the other coyotes like, hey, your food's about to get stolen. What if there's like just a natural language that pretty much all other animals on this planet can communicate with, Mm -hmm. but are for whatever reason, humans Mm -hmm. lost that language or lost that sense that the other animals in the animal kingdom just naturally have and could communicate with. And for whatever reason, we've lost that through evolution or maybe because we're from a different planet originally or whatever. I mean, we do have a very poor sense of smell and that's kind of universal between even mammals, insects, everything goes off of pheromones. So maybe there's that, but as far as a spoken language, no, I've never, or not, I have an audible language. I've never considered that. Now I do got a question for you about that. So if the, if the wood knocking is a sign or an alarm or even like could be a, messaging system if you would knock a uh, well coyotes or a bigfoot like wouldn't they wouldn't you be telling them that like there's danger in the area and then you would be less likely to see a bigfoot so the the best instance that i've gotten i guess i'll just tell the story um because it explains that okay um it was in march of 2012 um, under a full moon. So if I need to, I can look up the date. I kind of meant to do that earlier, but whatever under a full moon. <clears throat> and I was dating this girl at the time we had been watching finding Bigfoot and I was like, man, this is so cool. Like, you know, I've seen some weird shit out here. Why don't we try this? So went out in the yard and went down to the far end of the house and often let's see, that would be kind of like a Northwestern direction from the house. I've, I've had other experiences out there and I'll tell those at some time tonight, but explain a little bit like the area that you lived in at the time, (laughs) middle of fucking nowhere. Right. Um, (laughs) absolute middle of nowhere. It was five minutes to a gas station. There are three stoplights in the entire County and we're a big deal. We got one of those stoplights up in up in the, um, So there is nothing. I mean, the light pollution is basically zero. The, I mean, you can see the stars every night if there's no clouds. I mean, it's fantastic, but it's like deathly quiet and the power tends to go out out there a lot. So when the power does go out, my parents had a generator and you would stare out the windows and it was like being in a black hole. I mean, it was just so fucking dark out there if the moon wasn't out i mean it it was genuinely unsettling right so absolute middle of nowhere 
So we started knocking on this tree and I started doing two knocks. And within a couple of minutes from this direction, so I guess north, I think that's kind of a northwestern direction, we would hear a single knock response. And then from a more northeastern direction, there was a roar that, and I had heard it once before when I was a little bit younger, back then I smoked cigarettes and I had popped out on a full moon. It was cold because I had on a, a big heavy bathrobe and, you know, pajama pants and all that. And there was a cinder block outside of my door <clears throat> and I'm just standing there burning a cigarette, you know, kind of looking out. And it was one of those real pretty nights where the moon has that halo around it, you know, that's kind of takes up like half the sky. Yeah. And I heard a sound and I'd, I'd never, never heard it before then and i've heard something similar in some some videos that i've seen but the way i described it was what i imagine it would actually sound like for a human being to transform into a werewolf mm, because it was just shit. so loud powerful guttural and just primal and i've lived out in that area you know i lived there for 20 something years I know every sound. I know what a coyote sounds like. I know what turkeys sound like. You know, occasionally you'll have a, you, you can kind of get sounds out of deer if you're out, you know, especially out in like Western Kentucky. You know, I know what a, a person's dog sounds like, you know, just a regular farm dog. This sound, there's nothing like it. So back to the night in March of 2012, we would hear, I would knock twice. We would hear one knock to the Northwest and we would hear that similar roaring scream off to the Northeast. And then we would wait 30 seconds, maybe a minute. And I would hit two knocks on the tree again and it would repeat. This went on for five, 10 minutes. I mean, we're just so astounded by it. You know, it's like, is this really happening? You know, and I had a conversation with my dad as just this pure skeptic and I said, so you mean to tell me that two crazy rednecks just wandered off in the woods that night at <laughs> random and all right, I'm going to go over here and you go over there and we'll, we'll do these sounds and, and we'll just mess with somebody if they would knock at us and we'll stay out here all night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So like I said, this goes on five, 10 minutes and we're just like in shock and I'm waiting for something to come walking into the yard. And then I finally decided, I was like, let me switch this from two knocks to one knock. And it stopped. Hmm. They would not respond again for the rest of the night. And it almost, you know, she and I talked about it and I've talked to other people about it. It seems like two knocks was, where are you? one knock, I guess a one knock response to that was I'm over here. And then the scream was probably, I am the dominant male in this territory. Stay the fuck out of this area. Right. And then did the scream, did the scream happen every time? Like every time. it would be two knocks, then one knock, then scream. Yes. Wow. It was mind blowing. And it, you know, you were in speech class with me when I did a speech on this years ago. Yeah. And I mean, those, the sound was like that, but of course, in person carried out across the hills and hollers of Kentucky and no more, 
Oh, that's another thing. Um, <clears throat> the general area that it was off in is no more than a half mile. The dogs that were over in that part of the hillside were going fucking crazy the entire time. <laughs> they knew. They knew what was up. Oh, yeah. I mean, even if you don't know what it looks like, you know that's the sound of something really, really big that can rip you in half. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I'm pretty sure there's another story that you have where you actually saw Bigfoot or thought you saw. So in the same field, the Northwestern field where I was getting the single knocks from, I was probably 12, maybe 11, you know, something like somewhere around that, that age where, you know, there's not a monster under the bed. It's kind of a <laughs> kind of a way to put it. You know, you're not going to imagine. Yeah. Where you finally figured that out. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you, you have enough rational thought to, to be able to kind of put that together. Alex so, still thinks there's a monster under his bed, by the way. All right. What's his yeah. name? Oh, it's aliens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know some stories. I know yeah. some alien stories from a buddy of mine. <laughs> some pretty fucking bad ones, actually. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. I saw one, saw a gray touching him on the foot when he was a kid one time. So, Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I'll be honest with you. I saw a UFO in high school. Uh, it, it was creepy. Uh, I've seen shapes out there yeah. in, in the middle of nowhere where it's like that. That thing is not an airplane, and yet it has lights on it that aren't where they're supposed to be, and it's moving in ways that it's not supposed to move. So, Yeah, ours was more of a – it was kind of like, a, just to kind of give you a rough thing, we were kind of driving through the backwoods of uh, – is we're going from one county to another uh, around like Lincoln County, Boyle County, that kind of thing. And um, we were driving by a cornfield. It just was, I didn't put it there. It's just what it was. And we just happened to see something floating above the cornfield and the car got quiet. I was driving my buddy's car and uh, everyone just stopped and stared at this thing as we like topped this hill. And then I break the silence by by uh you know as anyone would do going what the fuck is that <laughs> right i asked the question everyone was thinking and as soon as i hit the word that the car i'm driving which wasn't my car mind you uh the speedometer went from 60 all the way to zero i had my foot all the way down on the gas uh and the car just stopped and now we're stuck on the side of the road I try and like everyone's thinking I'm messing with them. They're like, dude, stop messing around. I turn it on, turn it off. It's not doing nothing, but the lights are coming on. That's the weird part. Well, then, like, I kind of stop, try to turn it back on real quick. Then I'll like, screw that. I get out, run down the street, try to like, I see like a, like a hay bale, one of those big giant round bells. I jump on top of it, look over the cornfield, nothing there. Everyone else, I look over, they're all standing on top of the, the uh, Ford Explorer is what we had at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing. Right. And then, uh, basically two days later, uh, we called like some people They came and picked us up. Our buddy's dad got his car, uh, that Monday morning, the, my buddy comes in kind of like a little shocked goes, you all aren't going to believe this. And we're like, what? And we had just told like some other friends what we saw mm-hmm. and he goes, uh, so I took my car to the mechanic. Uh, and he said that everything electrical in this car is 
like jacked. He's like, it's like someone took a giant magnet and mm-hmm. magnetized the entire car. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're all like, holy shit. And then at that point, we're all like, should we tell someone? Mm-hmm. And it was actually my fault we didn't because I go, all right, let's. I was like, let, I was like, let me just be honest with you all. Look at who we are. I was like, we're a bunch of like, I was like, we are kind of the fuck ups of this school. No one is going to believe us. Been there. Yeah. Uh, I was like, you know, I, me and a, one of me and one of the guy, we were in a, like a punk rock band. Uh, like two of them were like hardcore rage against machine fans. Like fuck the norm. Hunter S Thompson's God, that kind of stuff. And then like <laughs> the other kid was like, just a just a metalhead, just a your average, you know, and like I was just like, just look at us. Do you think anyone's gonna believe a word we say? Right. Uh, <laughs> nope. Been there. Yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, uh, we didn't see a Bigfoot, which I'm sad. Uh, which I was gonna ask you too. Uh, what part of Kentucky were you living at? Like, you don't gotta tell, like, you know, tell you where you're living, but like, what were you more on the western part, like towards uh, or more eastern, northern. like northern, northern? Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, about thirty minutes from NKU, but that immediate, like, you go fifteen minutes past NKU, and you're in the country. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, this one over here, uh, Michael O. Yes, sir. Uh, you've definitely driven me around Northern Kentucky where I'm like, ah, this seems like home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, where were you from? Uh, Danville, Boyle okay. County, uh, Central, essentially. Middle, middle, baby, baby mm-hmm. in the middle, middle. I used to uh, drive um, down the Western Kentucky Parkway to get to my grandparents' house years ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. So, yeah. Um, but I, uh, I was going to say, uh, also, which I was going to bring up earlier too, since, since, uh, Mike has said, you're the like foremost or the, you know, the expert here on, uh, uh, Bigfoot. I was going to ask like one thing I was wanting to see is like, where are the most sightings at? Mm-hmm. Uh, is, is it more like Eastern Western part of the United States? It's more, well, before you answer that, Zach, I want you to finish your your finish your story about when you were twelve and oh, you sorry. saw Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. we we got oh. off on sidetrack. <laughs> we, always, we always do that. Yeah, I know, right? That's the hallmark of a good conversation. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I had gone. I've been invited to go camping with a neighbor and like his buddy, and then their kids. There were like probably five kids, and. <clears throat> They there was this lone tree kind of out in the middle of the field, far end, um, and this this field, man, I'm really bad at gauging distance. Uh, it's just never been one of my strong suits. I would say where we were was maybe a half mile from my parents' house, but it was out in you know pretty thick woods. There was I mean it was just you know cattle farm or. You know, there was some space for cattle, but there was a lot of hills and so on and a lot of trees and it just disappears or turns into just nothing but forest. You go any, any further than that. And anyways, is it, you know, I'm, I'm just laying there and after we've all gone to bed and I guess I still remember we had pork and beans and oddly for whatever reason, that's the first time I ever had pork and beans. Um, I don't know. My dad was a vegetarian growing up, so I didn't, (laughs) didn't have a lot of stuff like that. Anyways. <clears throat> we'd all laid down and I was in this tent with one other kid 
and you know that this this kind of skews it a little bit but whatever i kept imagining this big hand coming up and grabbing the the torch or the the uh, the lantern out of out of the tree because we were camping right underneath i just kept imagining that and it just freaked me out so fucking bad i grabbed up the flashlight and i i looked at the other kid i was like look it's a 10 minute walk back to the house at the very most i walk through these woods all the time i'm you know, I'm walking back. Y'all just knock on the door tomorrow and get this flashlight back, but I'm going home. So the whole time I'm sitting there just back and forth, scanning this flashlight nonstop. And, you know, I kind of wish we had like a little whiteboard or something. I'd, I'd draw you the way that this, this field was set up. Um, but there was from where I was walking back to the house, um, it kind of drops off into a ravine over here. And it's been actually been turned into a lake over the years. Um, somebody bought it and paid a bunch of money. But on this side, it led over to more cattle pasture. But the trees kind of came up in a V and uh, a fence line ran through that. And there were trees on the opposite side of the fence. And there was nothing on the side I was on. Um, <clears throat> and about where those trees kind of V in on the, uh, on the fence you know, I was scanning, 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 and I just stop because I see a pair of eyes. Each one of them has to be, I mean, they look like they're just, just absolutely massive. And I used to climb over this fence all the time. And it was about as tall as I was. And I've been this height, you know, since I was like 12, 12, 11, 12, something like that. I had to hit my growth spurt pretty early. So I knew that these eyes were seven, over seven feet up. Okay. That's not a cow. That's not a deer. It's just too tall. Right. It can't be a coon or a possum because the eyes are too big. And this fucking thing stared at me the entire, and they were green. That's, that's something I hear in different Bigfoot stories. They're either green or they're red. Um, their eye shine. So, but I'm sitting there staring at this thing and occasionally it would just, it would blink. And I kept waiting for this huge shape to just bound over the fence and come charging at me and then oblivion, you know, and that's the end of the show. But I, I finally, you know, I started walking and it just kept staring and it, it kept its eyes on me until I reached the front fence line, which got into the little subdivision that they lived in. And I don't think I've ever ran so fucking fast in my life as that time when I got to the fence line, I felt like I had enough time and I just booked it straight into the fucking house. Absolutely terrifying because like I said, there, there is no other logical explanation as to what was up in that tree. And these eyes were massive and I've seen, you know, cats, coons, possums, I've seen their eyes shine before and it's small. Was it up in the tree? You see, that was the problem. It was a very weak flashlight. It was enough, it, it kind, of, kind of like a low-powered spotlight. Yeah. Just enough for, you know, you could kind of get a glimpse of everything. I, I did not get a full, vi full visual of whatever was there. You know, I could kind of, you could kind of make out the fence, and it was standing right behind the fence just watching. Was it a thoroughbred, a tall, <laughs> a tall horse 
had got out and was mm-hmm. in that field back there. I think it would have to be a Clydesdale if it was that tall. Yeah, exactly. Clydesdale. <laughs> it would have. Was it drinking oh. a Budweiser? <laughs> Still couldn't have been that because horses' eyes are off kind of on the side. Oh, oh yeah. Good call. So, I mean, good no, call. this was straight on. Yeah. I, 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 y'all, I can still see it. I can still just, I can, you, that moment when those, when that flashlight landed on it and it just sat there and just kept staring at me. It, it couldn't have been, like I said, I'm bad at gauging distance. Could have been 50 feet from me. Hmm. Yeah. It was staring at you. It was like, it was like, uh, what's mm-hmm. this little child human thing doing? Uh-huh. <laughs> this is what I've been smelling. Yep. This is what I'm over here investigating. Is he curious? Yeah. Which way, which way is he going? Oh, he's going up towards that, towards that human hut. Okay. (laughs) All right. That's wild. What, what color did you say it was green? Green eyes. Oh, that's wild. I've heard uh, red, but yeah, I, uh, I wonder. So like this is, I don't know, just random of me, by no means is this what that was by any means, but I know if like, this is going to sound some backwoods shit, but if you ever go frog gigging, mm-hmm. especially down in Louisiana, if you're shining a light, mm-hmm. if the eyes are red, it's an alligator, but if, if it's green, it's a frog. I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, and that's the first thing I thought of. I was like, huh, there's got to be something in mm-hmm. the pupils that are different between the two that make the color difference. And that's what I was sitting there thinking like, Ooh, that means like, you know, maybe if it's red, it's more of an amphibian or not amphibian, but more stays in the water longer. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, Well, I believe some wolves have a red eye shine as well. Oh, okay. So what about coyotes? Green. Oh, well, see greenish white. What are, why do humans have red eye shine? That is the light from the camera that happens to reflect out of the eye. So it's not really an eye shine because eye shine is indicative of night vision. Also, humans don't have eye shine. Correct. Because yeah. we're from another planet. Well, you know, except for that boy in China that can see in the dark. I don't know if you read about that kid. Uh, <laughs> his eyes are like, uh, oh, man, they're almost like like neon green, like they're like white, like the pupils, but he can see in the dark. Wow. And I'm like, that's badass. It's, it's, it's Riddick anyway. Right. Um, <laughs> thank you. And he's an <laughs> X-Man. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yeah. Stan Lee used to have a show called superhumans and he found people like that where like this guy was impervious to electrical shock and, Another guy just did not feel the effects of cold. Um, somebody that we have a chemical that gets set off in our bodies when we're holding our breath. And it basically says like, Hey, you've got to breathe and it can't recycle recirculate the oxygen. This guy's body doesn't do it. So the guy can basically hold his breath indefinitely. Oh, wow. Yeah. Weird, weird shit. But yeah, it's a show called Stanley's superhumans. I believe. I do remember seeing that. I, I don't remember watching too many of the episodes, but I remember that when that was on, Mm-hmm. Um, I, f- I feel like there was uh, you brought up somebody I was thinking of like those people that can't feel pain or it's uh, <clears throat> oh, now nah, the thought fell out of my head I'm sorry well, that's a curse when those guys that can't feel pain that's a curse yeah because they got 
you would break your toe and you wouldn't even know it. Mm-hmm. You, you oh. slice your slice your whole left ball off and you would you'd have no clue. I, I realized who I was thinking of. I was thinking of the guy in Russia who had a negatively charged body who you could take metal and it would stick to him because he was mm-hmm. magnetized and also had been struck by lightning by like wow. six times or something crazy. And mm-hmm. he like even after this dude died, his grave site got shot like mm-hmm. like electrically, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, he got struck by lightning. I don't know why the hell I was trying to go the long route. Uh, <laughs> I, know what you're, I know what you're talking about. I, I, I vaguely remember that story. But yeah, that after he died, they, the lightning struck his grave like three times. or something. Yeah. I mean, the dude's just a beacon. <laughs> he was like his his magneto. He was Lord Raiden. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Mortal Kombat's coming out, people. Watch it. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> what was the question you, you would ask me? Oh, you would ask about um, sighting concentration. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, I, I was just curious because it was one of those things that I, like, you know, I've I've kind of done a little research you know there's like tales of like certain parts of uh russia they would talk about the abominable snowman especially i can't remember what mountain it is but it's like notorious for them and then there's like uh like tibet mm-hmm. they were talking about sightings of abominable snowman as well but then also like you know united states there's been sightings of um you know different bigfoots on the east coast on the west coast yep. um and actually this is the thing i was going to bring up earlier real quick uh for my <laughs> uh what is it my bachelor party i know this can be so damn random um there was a f- the bigfoot festival and when all my buddies were like what do you want to do for <laughs> your bachelor party mm-hmm. and i think it was mike that was like hey man there's a bigfoot festival in south carolina <laughs> i was like Damn it! I kind of want to go to that. Like mm-hmm. when I sent it out into the uh, in our little group text, and just one of my buddies goes, "That sounds like the most Alex Gorley thing I've ever heard in my life." I like <laughs> it to go on your bachelor party. I'm like, what? You get hammered, you walk around. We could get some face masks, you know, just have a good time. But anyway, well, on the note of festivals uh, in Kentucky, uh, we can talk about this too at some point. Um, there is the Kelly Kentucky UFO Festival. Um, I think I mentioned to Mike um, about the Green Men of Kelly, Kentucky. Yes. Uh, very, very famous um, alien encounter. Uh, my dad grew up, I think, 10 minutes from the farm. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a pretty, pretty wild story. Ba- basically, a, a farmhouse was beset by floating aliens one night. And not only did well the the people would shoot them and they said they would sound like you were shooting a trash can so we got some blinkers here yeah um but they said it sounded like shooting a trash can the thing would fall over and then get back up and float away the police heard all the shots people saw signs in the skies um and they did find like some green uh residue that they couldn't identify and i I, i'm sure it's gone at this point but yeah and then there's the mothman festival which i went to in 20 16 i think yeah 2016 that's in uh, kentucky no that's in point pleasant west virginia it's about okay. three and a half hours yeah i i thought it was somewhere else i was like man that thing freaks me out i don't know why yeah. uh oh, but. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i've stood i've i've been in point pleasant it's a it's a it's a nice town but it's got this creepy air to it 
I was there at a festival too. I'd like to go back when it was like quiet and cool because it was September, so it was hot as fuck. Mm. But uh, yeah, I've stood next to the statue and like you can take tours out into the the quarries and shit. And yeah, it's but yeah, there's another festival within driving distance you guys can check out. That's usually in September. Oh yeah, and at some point we do need to go to South Carolina to the Bigfoot Festival because. I'm all well, shit. We'll have our own fucking booth down there. I was about to say that. What better thing? Just bring this setup and just booth it up and just be like, all right, let's yep. get into it. I can dig it. So you were talking about Bigfoot sightings around, around yes. the states. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you're kind of mentioning names. You know, you, uh, there's the skunk ape. That's Florida. Um, I think. The I think the Cajuns call him the swamp ape. Mm-hmm. Um, Ohio calls him the grass man. Um, let's see, in the Ozarks, in what is that, Missouri? I think I think Falk. They call it the Falk monster. Um, there's actually an old movie from I think 1972 called uh, The Beast of Boggy Creek or The Legend of Boggy Creek. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get it on Amazon. I haven't I haven't bought it yet, but. Uh, it was based on the true accounts of people that had been uh, accosted by the Falk monster. Um, there are tons of sightings on the Appalachian Trail. Uh, my buddy, he hiked the AT back in 2014, and he said that he heard sounds that he could not identify while he was out there sleeping for six months. Um, I've heard, I heard a sound one time, my buddy and I were setting up camp in the gorge, Red River Gorge and, uh, something up on the hill let out this shrill, loud scream. And we both froze and I just kind of went back to what I was doing. And then it, I, didn't, I didn't say anything. He didn't either. Cause he doesn't believe me. Um, <laughs> and it happened again. And I just, I waited a second. I was like, you want to tell me what that was? He goes, nope. <laughs> so, uh, but then of course there's the pacific northwest um and that seems to, to me that seems to be the hot spot mm. you know that's they've got you know all all it's, I, I can't even think of of the the main forests out there but like through oregon washington and then up into canada you know that's well that's where harry and henderson's took place was uh was it oregon washington I think it was Oregon. Yeah. So yeah, that's, it seems to be one of the bigger hotspots. But like I said, you know, we, in Ohio, they've got the grass man, you know, he's, he's got, he's got his own unique name. So yeah, I mean, there's enough sightings of this, this creature everywhere that, you know, one, one of the best phrases I've ever heard was if we spent a 10th of the energy on proving Bigfoot existed that we have spent not or proving that it doesn't exist. We have already discovered it. Hmm. Yeah. I, I know that's, it sounds a little convoluted, but you know, cause uh, it never comes out right. But if we just spent just a tiniest bit of energy to actually try to find out and put real effort into this, we have already discovered them. And, you know, we have scientific classifications and everything. We'd have one in a zoo somewhere. I don't understand why. So as a human race, we discover Mm -hmm. large mammals almost every year that we Mm -hmm. didn't know existed before. Um, Why are people so 
against the idea of a Bigfoot? I don't know because the mountain gorilla was not discovered, wasn't officially discovered until the early 1900s, I believe, because guys would come back from Africa and it's like, dude, you're not going to believe what I saw. And everyone's like, you're right. I don't believe you. That doesn't exist. You're lying to me. But then we found, you know, that the mountain gorilla then, and then like the, I think it's called the Okapi. Um, it's that looks kind of like an antelope gazelle, but it's got zebra stripes on its hindquarters. Yes. We discovered that in the nineties, I believe, because I right. seem to remember reading a little article as a kid. Yeah, so they, I, I, don't, I don't get it. They discovered a new, uh, like a new species of deer in like the forests of Vietnam, I believe it was, and that was within our lifetime, like in like the nineties or even early two thousands, it might have been. Mm-hmm. It was like, and this was like a full size, like it was the size of a full grown deer. It was what, how big these things are. It's like, holy shit. Like, oh yeah, we had no idea they existed. Well, okay. So how do you, so how, and they say, and the scientists say that there's like, that we've only discovered a small percentage of the actual amount of animals that are on this planet right now my thought on that well part of it is insects i mean we find insects every five minutes you know a new insect but with the bigfoot you know too many people do not go out into the country they don't know how vast it is when you know you drive down a road for 10 minutes and you don't see anything that resembles that humans have ever been there except for the road i haven't experienced that that emptiness out there that's why i always say that people who say that overpopulation is a thing have never been out of the city (laughs) right (laughs) yeah oh absolutely i mean it's ridiculous you know like so yeah that that's my thought there is that these people that that have that sort of mentality have no idea about how much space there really is for something that big to be walking around because they keep having it in their minds. Like, Oh no, like we would have, you know, we, we'd have one on video by now. Well, yeah, that's not, that's not really true. And we just got smartphones. What? 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I don't know. I I was still using a flip phone five years ago. So, (laughs) I just, I just recently, when I got married, stopped using my burners. You know, (laughs) (laughs) well, I'm just a simple man who needs a simple pair of britches to handle my workload. That's why I rely on Dr. Brown's streak resistant underwear. These cotton fibers are made from technologies. Some even say it's what the astronauts wear. So no matter where I go, no matter what I do, I don't care, because I'm wearing Dr. Brown streak-resistant underwear. We need to start talking about the gate. Yes. Yeah, we can. Yeah, let's move on to that. Gate and uh, proportions. You think that uh, looking at Alex's background, you think it's a possible that Bigfoot does have pet raccoons? Well, 
is that is that what's happening there or is there something more uh more ne- <laughs> more nefarious going on there i mean looking at it from a scientific viewpoint why not you know if you have i've heard that if you catch like a wild fox that's pregnant and then you take the babies and then you raise them in a domesticated environment and then you you know breed them with others that you've domest- like half domesticated like you can domesticate a fox to a reasonable level in like three generations or something like that oh wow mm-hmm. dude we fox talk- foxes are beautiful yeah like they they would be an amazing pet oh yeah if you could tame it. Yeah, yeah, we're talking about Bigfoot fucking raccoon behind you is what we're yeah, talking that's, about. That's the other thing is that he uses raccoon, kind of like that uh that chimp fucking the uh the frog. Oh, I thought you were talking about domesticating Bigfoots. I was way off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, are we, t- we going to domesticate one? Hell yeah. Um, I mean, Harry and the Hendersons. Harry and yeah. the, exactly. Harry yeah, and the Hendersons. They, they kind of tamed him. They taught him to talk. Do you think that Honestly, like Bigfoot is all is a an intelligent species, like maybe even more intelligent than we are. Uh, that one, no, because I mean we have technology, right? Um, who's to say that they don't have tech, or who's to say that technology makes you a more intelligent species? Maybe they're intelligent, but they are so more intelligent than we are that they know that technology will be the downfall of their species so instead they go to a more spiritual route instead of a technology route then maybe that's i had a thought there and it dropped out because i'm i'm starting to get a buzz maybe the, oh that's what it was maybe that's why the government or you know people can't even stand the idea of one of a Bigfoot existing is because it might take us to this idea of living off the land again. You know, that like, like the native Americans did, there's this really funny quote is like, we hunted all day. We fucked all night. You know, we relaxed, like our lives were absolute, you know, just simple and wonderful. And only a white man would think that he could fix that. Right. Yeah. So, you know, maybe, <clears throat> you know being able to to find that you know i i just cannot it 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 boggles my mind that people can still discredit the idea of bigfoot even existing and that might be one of the ideas is that this thing is intelligent enough to live around us without us knowing yeah i and i personally that's where i lean to more is that they've got to be i feel like they've got to be at least close to as intelligent as we are if not surpassing us just Mm -hmm. on a different level like more of a spiritual level uh to to not be seen and to to not be around and to to not be caught on camera and all these other things and you know they have their own rituals that they do with their dead so you never find their bodies and Mm -hmm. all those kinds of things also other people sometimes think that I've heard that maybe Bigfoot is actually from a parallel universe or dimension, and they only like come into our dimension every once in a while to visit and check it out and then go back. 
I've heard that, and that is out of my field of expertise. So, <laughs> I I think it's I think it's just an incredibly intelligent animal. You know, from from what I can speak to, you know, I'm not I, I I've had pretty minimal physics training, so I haven't had quantum physics where you know you can actually rationalize uh, parallel dimensions and such, but. Right. That's what we talk about. Every episode on this show is <laughs> quantum physics, parallel dimensions, mm-hmm. string theory. We dive deep into that balls, deep into that shit. <laughs> um, so one thing that you are an expert at, though, mm-hmm. is uh, gate. Yes. When it comes up. So let's talk about that a little bit. So let me kind of give you a little bit of history on, on my speciality. Um, I am a biomechanist. Um, I'm actually, now I mentioned that I'm, you know, I have my master's in biomechanics. I'm working on my PhD right now. Um, and my speciality is amputee gate, but the laboratory that I'm at right now focuses on down syndrome and cerebral palsy and other neurological disorders as far as gait is concerned. Uh, and just general movement disorders, you know, we, we do upper body stuff too, but my speciality is, is human gait. Yes. Now, Looking at a human's gait and knowing that, looking at a man in a Bigfoot costume mm-hmm. and walking, mm-hmm. like there's been all these videos that have came out, especially like the old ones from the 70s and shit, where they're mm-hmm. like, okay, this, and I've heard, I've heard both sides of the story. Like some people are like, okay, that's definitely a guy in a gorilla costume. Mm-hmm. And other ones are like, that's definitely not a guy in a gorilla costume because of X, Y, Z. What's your opinion on the matter? It depends on the video. So humans have a very specific gait pattern and we also have very specific body proportions. And part of my field is we use what's called inverse dynamics. And what that does is it allows us to basically use mechanical engineering properties on the human body to gauge what the torque would be at a joint because we can't to measure the actual force within a muscle is it's basically impossible. I mean, it's not impossible, but it's, it's an absolute pain in the ass and you can get the same results by doing inverse dynamics. And what they've done is multiple cadaver studies and like the, the, you know, we know how much proportionally a foot weighs out of a person's body mass. So then you apply from the foot to the shank to the thigh and you can tell what the torques are at the ankle, the knee and the hip. Um, And this kind of, you know, on a clinical or medical side of this, this is how we analyze for like osteoarthritis or, you know, other, other disorders that are going to develop from an improper gait pattern because we are designed to walk a specific way. And it is obscenely complicated to walk for, for human walking is the most complicated thing I've ever seen. Really? It's, I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous because you have this muscle firing to move the limb and then you have an antagonist muscle moving to stop the limb from moving too fast. And then you have just gravity and pendulum effects acting. You have the ground reaction force causing your leg to move in a certain way either correctly or incorrectly, depending on, you know, if you have a disability or not. But the point of all this is that human beings move in a very specific way. 
And the best example that I can give is the Patterson Gimlin film. You know, you were kind of alluding to that. That's the, uh, the really famous one of the female Bigfoot. Right. That was not in, I think it's Northern California. Right. Um, and you know, one of the guys, he died like not too many years after I believe. Um, but the other one, I think it was Patterson that, that lived, whichever one that that's not important. He tried to say, cause I think he wanted people to quit talking to him about it. He's like, no, 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 that was me. I was in a gorilla suit. Well, <laughs> for one, everybody, it, 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 even people that don't believe Bigfoot exists will probably acknowledge that we couldn't make a gorilla suit that good in 1972. Right. So, in that video, I've actually seen other people do a biomechanical analysis on it. They basically say that no human being cannot move this way. And also they measure the proportions in the forearms because, you know, you, you know, the forearm should be here and, and the, the upper arm, you know, they should be about this length and it's wrong. The, the arm is, the arm is basically too long for what the body is. But one of the other, the easiest one to spot in a Bigfoot walking video is the knee flexion angle. So when a normal human being, when you tow off with your, you know, your leg that's getting ready to go into swing, your leg is straight when your toe comes off the ground, basically. Right. And then when you move your leg forward, it pendulums into a 90 degree. That's eh, not, no, it's not even 90 degrees. It pendulums to a smaller degree but that doesn't happen until your feet are next to each other. That's the maximum flexion angle that happens during gait. In a Bigfoot gait video, especially it's, it's shown in the Patterson Gimlin film. And I've seen other films where somebody caught, you know, that you know, of course it's grainy and blurry, but whatever you can see that when, when they walk, what they do is they, they flex their knee almost entirely before even swinging it forward. And I, I mean, if you get up and try to walk around the room and do this, you can't do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, you can kind of make it look right, but you're, you're not going to be able to replicate that while you're walking in a heavy gorilla suit out in the woods, trying not to fall and kill yourself as you, you know, run up a hill. Right. Uh, one of the, one of the arguments I've seen against that was um, because they had a large, foot prosthetic thing on their foot like the reason they lifted their leg up back behind them before they came forward was to cover that that <laughs> because they had this big oversized foot thing on their foot to cover that that distance of moving forward like would that sense because yeah. no matter what your 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 stride is going to be a maximum distance Right. Okay. So mechanically, if you're trying to raise a heavy weight on your ankle, you're not going to do a full lever backwards because that's more work. You're going to pick it up and hike your hip and move forward. That's how an amputee walks because a prosthetic leg for one has no muscles and two, it has weight that's being moved by muscles that weren't meant to move in that way. Right. Well, there so we go. Makes no sense. There nice. we go. What about someone that would be just play devil's advocate, like someone that might be like double jointed or something like that? Would that be a 
causality for that to happen or anything, or, or would it still be the same? It's, I mean, because you know how like some people have those like weird knees when they stand and they like pop outwards and crap like that. I mean, that's that's going to be either joint laxity or that's going to be like. Are you are you talking outwards, like moving, like basically the knee bend back bends backwards when they're standing? Well, yeah, I, I'm just I, that was just kind of like a rough example. Someone that double jointed that something like that might be able to do that, um, but obviously it would be very rare and very specific. So mm-hmm. the likelihood that even happened is next to none anyway. But I was just kind of since sure. you know this is kind of like you know your your realm of expertise. I was just kind of mm-hmm. curious. Yeah, like somebody who rides a horse for too long, or a person who like mm-hmm. has sex for too long, and they're 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 bow legged. Even then, it still makes no sense for that knee to come back into that 90-degree flexion angle before swing. It, it it mechanically makes absolutely no sense. You yeah. Know? And, and you, you know, you talk about, like, joint laxity or, you know, the knee deforming under, uh, under weight, like when you're in stance phase. Yeah. Because, um, like, one of the most common ones is knee valgus, where the, the knee kind of buckles inward, where, like, knock knees is the idea. Yeah. Well, that only happens during stance, mm. not during swing phase. So mm. that little, that deformity, that's, that's going to be, you know, that that's not really going to apply when they're in their swing phase. Um, and, you know, a thought that, that I've had, and this is why I kind of mentioned, um, you know, okay, what if somebody knows that a Bigfoot, you know, that some experts say that a Bigfoot walks this way and they want to make a, a really authentic video. I challenge you both after the video is over to, to find a video that really, I mean, the Patterson Gimlin, you can, you can see it well enough in a couple of shots, but to try and walk by like basically picking your toes up off the ground, flexing your knee backwards and then swinging forward and planting your foot. Another thing that I saw, which I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's uh, in your wheelhouse or not, but with that, with that video specifically, they said that they could actually see in the video the muscle tone mm-hmm. and the flexing of the muscles as the female Bigfoot was walking. She had a uh, she had a ruptured quadricep on her right leg. <laughs> wow, I've seen that in a in an analysis video, and it, you, you can you can see the muscle knot up really bad on I think like the lateral side of her quad uh, up towards the uh, the proximal end. Oh, that sounds like it hurts just thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, That's probably you, why she wasn't running away. Uh, yeah. Previous injury led to that deformity because I had a, a friend in high school who had had a ruptured quad, and it's pretty gross looking. Yeah. I don't know if you all have ever seen those weightlifting videos where those dudes will be lifting something stupid and you just watch it snap like in like it, whether it's a bicep or an ab muscle or just like a quad or yeah. Ooh, that one recently where dude was inclined pressing and it snapped his quad or snapped his pec. Off. Oh, and it's, it's gotta be the most painful thing, especially with all that weight. Cause I think I, I swear, I think I saw that video you're talking about. Cause that guy, like he almost looked like he had a seizure cause he was like, like gyrating his whole body not because of like that's what it was it was he was in such pain but he didn't know how to get the weight off of him right like it was like a a moment of sheer panic right he was like get this fucking thing off of me Ah." and then uh yeah 
Instagram. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I um, dude. So yeah, so that was the 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 muscles was the thing that mm-hmm. kind of got me on that video was like, well, shit, they can see the muscle tone and this thing. It's definitely not somebody in a fucking monkey suit. Right. And who makes monkey suits with tits? Exactly. Yeah. You can <laughs> if they enhance the images. You can see she's, yeah. she's got a pair. Well, yeah. fucking Mike, there's some websites out there. I can lean you towards. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you they will make you a Bigfoot costume with a nice set of tits on it, man. Oh my god. Before <laughs> <laughs> if it exists, there's porn of it. Yeah. <sighs> Have you ever heard of Bigfoot erotica, Zach? Uh no, but I'm not shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Which I've I've got to be honest, we've never actually addressed this since we did this, but we had a bet last year yes we did who who could lose the most weight right and but when we made this is because one episode we went out on the internet and found and read a couple of fan fiction (laughs) bigfoot erotica Mm -hmm. which they are as horrifying as you can think of um (laughs) yeah it yeah um like it 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 started making me blush after a while and i'm not i'm not that guy um But our bet was it like we were going to, we did a weight loss challenge who could lose the most weight uh, for last year. And uh, I know Mike won for sure. Yes. And the loser now has to read the other one's Bigfoot erotica. Oh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is me. I've got to read his Bigfoot erotica that he's going to write. And well, not just uh, on here. You got to do it at an open mic night at a comedy club. <laughs> Which, I will actually drive north for this. I, uh, I don't know what city you resign in, but uh, Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta. Oh, okay. Yeah, then totally. You, there, I'm coming. You said Lexington earlier. I was like, I mean, if you're in Lexington, there, I know the comedy club up there. Uh, so, yeah. Um, I get to Lexington in five hours, Northern Kentucky in six. So, <laughs> I'm coming. I'll be yeah. there. So, I've got a uh, five to 10 minute Bigfoot erotica to read. Uh, yes. Yes, you I do. I think we definitely need to record that for the podcast. <laughs> uh huh. And if I can find a Bigfoot costume, fuck it. Let's go all in. There you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we can we can analyze that and see the muscle toner. <laughs> I'll make sure I have a nice set of jugs. Uh, <laughs> but um, more cheaters that way. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, what was I was actually going to ask you a question earlier. Now um, it just popped in my head. Now all these sightings and all these different kind of videos and stuff like that. Like you know, we were talking about how it is kind of rare for people to see Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to ask, like, now, do you think that it is a, obviously a species, but do you think it's a vast or do you think it's like a traveling group, like a little tribe that kind of migrates? Or do you think it's just each area has its own select few and they just kind of stay under tone? So, you know, I heard that my big responses were in March that year. Um, there is a theory that the ones on the eastern side of the states use the Appalachian trail because it's an established trail that would take them from a colder climate to a warmer climate. Yeah. I would be 
keen to believe that there is a, a difference between West Coast and East Coast. Um, I would say that it's it wouldn't strike me as if they were extremely solitary. Mm-hmm. You might have a family group of like a mother and children. And, you know, I, I don't want to speculate as to whether or not, you know, they're, they're like a pair bond yeah. uh, with, with the mother and father, <clears throat> I, that part I, I can't, you know, can't make any comment on. Yeah. It could be closer to humans like a bear. Cause you know, like, you know, mother bear takes on father bear just does the deed. He's off. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas a lion, you know, the male sticks around to protect the cubs to ensure that his bloodline goes on. Yeah. So, um, that part, uh, I don't, I don't actually, I have no answer on that yeah. on, on, whether on, you know, whether they stay as a family unit, I say we have units that move on the East coast up and down, uh, through the Appalachians. And then I would be keen to believe that the ones on the West coast maybe do the same, but stay probably a little more North where, you know, there's more forest. Yeah. Because as an intelligent creature, it is trying to avoid our our contact. I mean, I meant to kind of mention this earlier with uh, gorillas. You have to hire, you have to hire a specific guide to take you into the mountains and show you where they hide. You know, you can't just go wandering out into the mountains of Africa and you know, yeah, there's a chance you're going to find a troop, but people hire specific guides to take them into the mountains and find mountain gorillas. Hmm. So we don't have that here. Well, no, because they think that they don't exist. Well, Native Americans also will, if if you watch uh, as many specials as as I have, they they won't do it. They will not take you to the mountain where the 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 hairy men live. You know, that, I think it's a phrase that's used out on the West Coast. They won't do it. Really? They're they're a hundred percent in on this. Some tribes. Yeah. Um you think that uh you think that they have <laughs> you think that they have issues like we do as far as uh keeping a guy around? You think they have you think they have uh deadbeat dads? <laughs> I mean, if they have a pair bond, I'm sure it happens. I bet. I bet. I bet they're more like the lions, though. I would have to, if I had to guess, I would guess that Bigfoot is more like the lions. One of my favorite videos that it's like a, it's, it might even be like a GIF, even mm. because it's very short. But it's like this female lion, and she's watching these gazelles go jumping by, jumping by, jumping by. And it says the woman shopping. And it's like boom, 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 and boom, boom. And she's just watching one go by, one go by, another go by. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the male lion just dives past her and just tackles this gazelle and like takes it out. And it's like the male shopping. <laughs> Which is odd because male lions typically don't do the hunting. Right. Because he was so pissed. He's like, you're taking too long. What are you doing? Just pick something already. What do you want to eat? 
you know, I saw <laughs> something really good recently. I haven't got to try it yet, though. It was uh, uh, tell her to guess where you're going to take her to eat and then oh. take her on her first guess. Yeah. And somebody was like, this guy solved the fucking conundrum. He yeah. solved the riddle. That's great, man. So yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> no, because my wife, I know her. She would she'd be like, you ain't taking me nowhere. I already know. <laughs> I already funny. know. You're making me cuck. I'm like, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you got out of having to go to dinner then. <laughs> I feel like I might have tried that. Like, I think I saw that video. I I think I tried that one time on my wife and she just went, I don't know. Mm. I'm just like, oh, yep. you're, ki- you're killing me, Smalls. Um, <laughs> All right, Alex. Yeah. Do you think that uh, Bigfoot exists? Yes. Zach, we know you think Bigfoot exists. Yeah. I know for a fact that Bigfoot exists. Uh, You had an experience that I don't know about. Did I have an experience that you don't know about? Yeah. Or that I can't remember. I know he's got a family member that did, (laughs) which is one of my favorite stories. Yes. Uh, Yes, I do. (laughs) And actually, Zach, I don't know if you've ever heard this before. So you're in for a treat, and I apologize to the listeners who have who have li- listened to this podcast from the very beginning because you've heard this maybe more than once. Uh, uh, you know you'll love it to hear it again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I have a uncle in law, technically, who lives down around the Hazard, Kentucky area, mm-hmm. and there's a lake out in that yonder that they. Uh, called Bigfoot Lake. And I don't remember the actual name of the lake. I know it's beautiful. I went out there once and it is absolutely gorgeous. Um, but it's about 30 minutes outside of Hazard to the to the west of Hazard, if I remember right. Um, regardless, he <laughs> was at a family function uh, one day and started telling this story about how him and his buddy went fishing out on Bigfoot Lake and uh, they're casting lures out towards the shore and all of a sudden a rock comes flying at their boat and they look over to the shoreline and he says there's 13 Bigfoot standing on the shore throwing rocks at our boat trying to sink our boat holy shit yeah he said it was a whole family unit there was there was older ones younger ones like baby ones and they're all picking up rocks off the shore whipping them at their boat Mm -hmm. throwing them at the boat and so and uh so they like had one of those little power motors on the back of like a john boat and they lit that sucker up and took off out of there Mm-hmm. And uh, my brother, he, we're all sitting at this family get together, listening to him tell the story. He's like, he's like, how you know there's thirteen Bigfoot trying to like you had time to stare count? And this guy, he's like, when there's thirteen Bigfoot 
trying to sink. You know, there's fucking 13 Bigfoot out there trying to sink your boat. <laughs> Dude, he had us rolling. But yeah, that was his story, man. He said that there was a whole family unit of Bigfoot on the on the shore. And he swore up and down by it. Like, this is a factual thing that happened to him. And if had, had they not got out of there when they did, they probably would have took them out. Mm-hmm. Well, I know two stories. Well, yeah, two stories from the same guy that came from that area. Um, one, he said he was like a younger kid and he was wandering around in the woods and he saw a giant green man. And he said everybody just fucking teased him about it and said, oh, yeah, you saw the jolly green giant. Um, yeah. Well, that one's not as, I guess, not as good. Well, there's, there's another story that comes from a guy that we knew. But anyways, the other one said he was at a family function. And, you know, down in the mountains like that, everybody's got a fucking gun on them all the time. Oh, yeah. Right. So he said that. Everybody's out in the backyard. They're cooking out, doing what they're doing. And something up on the hill, uh, there was forest behind behind them. Something up on the hill let out one of these roars that I've talked about. Nice choice on that, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. That's a good one. Um, but something let out this roar. He said the entire family drew their guns and just lit the forest up, dumped every round that they had on them. Hell yes. I like this family. So everybody runs out of ammo. All the men go in the house and get the rifles, reload, and go out on a <laughs> go out on a hunt. They found a blood trail. Oh, really? And the blood trail eventually led to like a creek or a river or something like that, and they lost it. But yeah, they had they had, had a blood trail, but you know, I'm sure at the time nobody thought, hey, let's collect some of this and get it analyzed somewhere. But even then, when you do these analyses, there's nothing to compare it to. It's just, well, it's not a deer. It's not a bear. Right. Of the DNA to compare it and say, oh, no, that's a Bigfoot. Dude, they lit that shit up like a fucking scene out of Predator. Contact! <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then that same guy told another one said they were, they'd gone out to his like his cousin's cabin, which was they said they had to park at the main road and walk because nothing short of like a lifted four wheel drive would get all the way out there. And they were all out there blazing up for days. And one dude kind of went stir crazy. And Mike told him, he's like, look, I'm leaving. Um, you know, I will come back and get you all on Friday afternoon at three o'clock or something like that. He's like, I'm just going to go stay at a hotel for the next two days or, you know, whatever it was. I don't, those details aren't important. So he went and went to walk back to the truck and he was gone for hours. I mean, that's how far out this cabin was and, or maybe an hour, doesn't matter. He'd been gone for a fucking while and they were all sitting out on the front porch, drinking and smoking and hanging out. And all of a sudden they seen Mike come running up the hill up along the road, full sprint, nonstop, said he was pale as a fucking ghost when he got back and absolutely would not tell them what he had seen. My assumption and that that guy that told me the story, my we, we assumed it was Bigfoot. Could have been a banshee. Ireland. Mm. They were in Ireland? That's where it comes from. The keening of the banshee. The uh, It's 
it's actually just a, a singing at death, um, the keening. Um, and they supposedly, if you could hear the keening of a banshee on the, on the wind, it was the portent of someone dying. Kind of like, mm. like a bird flying in the house, like in the Raven by Poe. Maybe it was a Wendigo. Mm. In the north. Oh, Wendigo. You're, you're killing me here. <laughs> it was a siren. <laughs> Chupacabra. There you go. There you go. I've <laughs> I've met people that have seen they claim to have seen Chupacabra as well. Yeah. It's a it's just a malnourished dog that's lost its hair. It was just a starving Bigfoot. Um, <laughs> what about the lizard ones? The uh, the ones that look more lizard like have like the spines and shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh dude, I want to see one of those. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've seen plenty of artwork, but yeah, that's no thank you. <laughs> I saw a cat. Did I, Alex? Did I tell you about the cat and the squirrel on a podcast? Uh, no, dude, this was outrageous. I've never seen this in my life. I'm sitting. In my work truck, parked on the side of the road, eating lunch, and I'm just like, just chilling, looking out my front, my front windshield, and I see this squirrel come down off this tree, and he's about to run across the road, and right as he's like coming up the sidewalk, about to run across the road, this big ass fucking tabby cat lunges out from this bush onto the fucking sidewalk. Mm-hmm. takes out this squirrel and then just goes fucking lollygagging back into the backyards mm-hmm. of this fucking house with this big ass squirrel hanging from its mouth. Mm-hmm. I'm like, holy fuck. I've never seen that in my life, dude. <laughs> this this cat took out this squirrel like it was yeah. nothing in like <laughs> one one just poof, moment. Mm-hmm. Ambush dude, yeah cats are vicious man i watched one mm-hmm. grab a chipmunk one time and just sat there and fucked with it for like 30 minutes yes he'll like he'll let it like run off and then he'll like let it just get barely enough away where it has hope that it's gonna make it then jump back and slap the shit out of it and mm-hmm. just like nah bitch you mine and then do it all over again mm-hmm. he just sits there and fucks with it yep they're fucking evil man yeah <laughs> Uh, cats are fucking hateful like that yeah yeah. now picture a fucking mountain lion or some crazy shit like that (laughs) i have seen a mountain lion in kentucky Kentucky. for real i had been fishing out at craven's bay um in west in land between lakes you know where that is yeah okay so my family is from land between lakes before tba bought it out and kicked everybody out and if you go down towards Craven's Bay, you can you go past the turnoff for Craven's Bay and it'll go straight into either Edible Ferry or you can turn left to Catala Landing. And my granddaddy's store used to be at that intersection. And then their house was up on the hill behind it. So anyways, I'd gone down to uh, Catala Landing and I fished until one, two in the morning and I was cruising back. I had an Evo back then, had a moonroof on it. Moonroof is open. It was a beautiful night. It was probably, let's see, this would have been August or September of 2008. And I'm cruising back through there and I didn't get a mile from where I had been fishing off of the edge of a small cliff in the total fucking darkness. No flashlight, nothing. Yeah. Why would you? Yeah. <laughs> and 
on my life, I saw a mountain lion jump across the front of my car, which you, my, my background's kind of fucking it up there. Yeah. This thing was so close. I could see the fibers in the muscle on the, the, I guess the bicep and forearm. Whew. I could see the spots in the armpit. Yeah. This thing cleared the road in one jump. And I reached up and closed the fucking moonroof in case there was a second one. <laughs> <laughs> this happened to land in the car. Well, uh, how Hunter S. Thompson met his wife. No shit. Through the mountains of California and a mountain lion landed in the backseat of his convertible. And he turned around and just dumped a cylinder out of his revolver into it, blew the thing away, pulled into a gas station to drag the carcass out. And his wife was like a waitress or a gas station attendant at their at the station there, and that's how they met. I mean, that's some uh, what is it? BDE, some big dick energy for sure. Like, I just killed this mountain lion. Uh, <laughs> uh, like dragging it. Like, I just killed this thing. I mean, whatever. Uh, jumped, jumped in the car. Yeah, hey, what's up? What's your name? Uh, <laughs> no, but that's, oh, that's shit. insane. Yeah. Uh, dude, shit, man. BDE? That's yeah. that's a thing? Yeah, dude. You know what ah, I love it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I, uh, I think there's nothing more alpha than that. No, d- dude, that's exactly what it is. There's I mean, maybe if he killed it with his literally his bare hands, but you know that's that's splitting hairs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just walking like yeah. So I just saved this orphanage from this uh, uh, this mountain lion, killed it with my bare hands. Uh, I'm really thirsty. If you could give me a beer or something, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. You, you know it's crazy. I the uh, it's funny you say that. I. I had never thought I'd see a mountain lion here. I like, I like, all right, I'm getting ahead of myself in my own head. Um, I never like, I always know there are bobcats around and I never, don't get me wrong. Like my, I got family that lives out in the woods, the hills. I've always go play out there when I was a kid, never saw a bobcat save my life, but I know they're around here just mm-hmm. recently on, on my farm. Actually, my cousin set up a bunch of, uh, those cameras because he goes hunting out there because he's the only one we'll trust to go out hunting plus Mm. whatever he kills he gives us like half the or like a quarter of the meat nice um and he caught a couple bobcats out there i'm like holy Mm -hmm. shit it's like i never even thought i'd see those things like i never see those things out in like real life granted Mm -hmm. it was like you know two or three in the morning and yada 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 but uh, well, that same area, my granddaddy had taken the trash up from the campground, and a bobcat had hopped out of the uh, out of the dumpster and took uh, off in the woods. Nice. Yeah. And people yeah. had said, "Like, oh, you sure there wasn't a bobcat?" I'm like, "Well, bobcats covered in spots. This had spots in the armpit, basically, and was gold everywhere else." So, oh yeah, yeah, no, that, I'm sure it was. Like, now I wanted to ask, have you heard about black mountain lions? No, no. they're cryptid. They science says they don't exist, and there are lots of sightings of them, especially in eastern eastern uh, United States. Like a black leopard, like a black panther. It, it, there's there's a lot of questions as to what it is. If you know, assuming they're real, and it's one of those things that, to me, if there's enough sightings of it, you're seeing something. You know, right. but 
people say it's a black mountain lion because I guess we have mountain lions. Other people say if you're seeing one, it's probably an escaped black panther or black leopard. Um, but yeah, there there are sightings of those too. So, I mean, what if an an escaped black? You know, I don't I don't know. I'm, I I would assume they could do this, but like, you know, let's say a black panther got out of a zoo somewhere, wandered off into the woods, got with a couple of mountain lions. Ex- Especially if it was like an, you know, a male, right? Had a bunch of kids. And now you got a bunch of random, you know, intertwined genetics essentially mm-hmm. now floating around the uh, Appalachian Trail or wherever it would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, would it, it black would panthers even be compatible with American mountain lions? I don't know. Um, that that goes that goes a bit beyond my biological knowledge. Yeah. Um, they say that it is technically possible for a uh, a, a mountain lion to come out as black, but it is like one in a hundred out of every hundred generations. So you're not going to have enough of a population for there to be like as many sightings as there are. Yeah. Maybe they're evolving. Uh, but I mean, obviously the like random black Panther missing, like that would be obscure. Uh, but I, I mean, you never know. I mean, they made ligers, lions and tigers that would, would have never had, a, uh, Dude, Donkeys, there was, or was it mules? Remember dude, there was half discussion? a dozen. There was half a dozen random ass monkeys loose in downtown Cincinnati. Oh, I meant to bring that and send that to you. Like, it, what the hell is going on in your city, man? Uh, yes, <laughs> they're just out, and apparently yeah. they came from like he, like Zach just said, a private collection. They got out, and they just fucking are gone now. They can't find them. They're out, out and about, mm-hmm. running around wild. Yep. Don't feed them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said a big thing of bananas out on my back deck. Please come. Please come to my house. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> You'll be our next guest on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great. And and next like- on Cerberus Thoughts. The random monkeys that escaped in Cincinnati. (laughs) 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 Uh, I think they're like experts at hiding and sneaking around and things like that. I mean, monkeys are, you know, you're talking about that cat murdering that squirrel. Monkeys are just as crazy and vicious. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a couple years ago. Somebody spotted a mountain lion and like independence just wandering through a fucking neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's wild, dude! My grandfather uh, had a pet mountain lion, nice in his backyard in an in a like caged in enclosure, mm-hmm. and uh, his name was Mikey, actually. Ah. <laughs> but uh, they would the the local police and shit would bring like deer that were recently hit on the road mm-hmm. over to his house to mm-hmm. drop it off and he would walk right into the fucking enclosure with this thing with a big ass deer on his shoulders and throw it on the ground like there you go Mikey have at it and then walk out like covered in deer blood yeah <laughs> <laughs> well mom told me before I was born they lived in Oklahoma that's where you know where, where I was I was actually born in Muskogee um 
but they told me that they drove past a uh, like a trailer park or something once and there was a sign out front that said blind lion for sale and some old woman had a blind african lion that she had as a pet that i guess just stayed chained up to the porch or something and like my mom was begging my dad to buy it from her <laughs> like, wow. no no but, Either one of those, like big cats scare the shit out of me. Yeah. 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 Dude, listen to this. The craziest shit I ever seen a cat do. I was at one of my friend's houses and he had a cat and a pit bull. Okay. Those were his two pets and we're sitting on the couch and (laughs) we're sitting on the couch and we see, I see the cat like go around and he like, posts up like on the side of the coffee table and he's like just chilling like back behind there and i look at my friend and i'm like what what's your cat doing and he starts laughing and he's like he's waiting for the fucking dog to come out here and he's gonna get him (laughs) i'm like no way i'm like you got this big ass fucking muscular like badass looking pit bull like that cat ain't going to do nothing to that dog he's like watch he's like just sit here and watch dude here's here get another beer enjoy the show right (laughs) and sure enough dude he fucking and actually it was taking too long so he whistled for the dog he so he's fucking in on the fucking culprit too right Right. (laughs) so he whistles for the dog and this poor dog comes running in like what's up daddy you know (laughs) comes running into the living room and this cat's hiding behind this fucking coffee table. And as soon as it comes around the corner, like lunges at this dog and this dog flipped the fuck out. And he's like, ah! and just took <laughs> off, like takes off running full speed, the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. And the cat goes chasing after it. And like the next 20 minutes, I'm watching this cat, this tiny mm-hmm. little cat chase this massive pit bull around mm-hmm. this house. I'm like, holy fuck fuck man oh yeah oh yeah cats are fucking they're evil i mean that that dog has probably had his ass kicked by that cat for years like traumatized <laughs> just by its presence <laughs> well they he told me that he had to have the cat declawed mm-hmm. because it was it was like ripping the pimple up mm-hmm. so so they got him declawed and now he just he said that he would just box him and he'd just like punch him in the face and stuff yep. And it wouldn't like break the skin or anything, but it still scared the shit out of the dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The cats are evil, man. Oh yeah. yeah. Cats suck. Uh that's a that's a serverless thoughts. Uh <laughs> that's our stance on cats. <laughs> Alex, do you agree with this? I mean, I've I I like cats, but I'm not a cat person by any means. Uh, I do know that uh, I have seen some crazy videos. I, there's one that always sticks out in my head where it was like some guy, you could tell it was like some crappy apartment and whatever this, this cat just looked at this dude and just went and just like went nuts and did just attack this guy. And he like somehow got out of this apartment and this cat is like, ripping off the screen trying to get out and finally rips like its way out of the actual apartment and then just starts running down the street at this guy i don't know what the guy did but that cat was gonna fuck him up uh, 
And you know what's fucked up is he may have just looked at the cat funny and the cat got mad. It's like, all right, yeah, yeah, you, you're gonna die. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're like the moodiest animal, and like, uh, I just there's yeah. a, there's a this here. I have another story. My dad has a pellet gun, BB gun that he keeps under his couch in his living room. And he'll use it to shoot at like deer and shit like that, that are trying to get into his garden in his backyard. Okay. So there was this big ass cat in his backyard that was trying to get into something in his garden. And he's like, I'm going to shoot that cat with my BB gun. Right. <laughs> so he goes out, opens the back door, grabs his BB gun and pop shots that <laughs> he shot the cat right in the ass with the BB gun. He said the cat just turned around and looked at him and then walked into the woods. Like, okay. He said the very next morning he goes to leave to go to work and the cat's sitting on the front porch waiting for him. He says he opens the screen door and he looks down and sees the cat sitting there. And as soon as he goes to open a screen door, he like comes up and hisses at him. And he's like, oh, fuck. And he like shuts the door and it's just sitting on the front porch. And then, so he had to go out the garage, out the side door to go to work. And for a month, dude, a fucking month, this cat sat on the front porch every morning waiting for my dad to come out <laughs> to get its fucking revenge, man. <laughs> oh, my God. If you're not a set a trap or something like that, you know, I have to... Like, after the first day, I'm like, nah, I ain't fucking dealing with this. <laughs> Live catch, uh, maybe a kill trap. I don't know. <laughs> That's funny you say that. I, my dad has a <laughs> a weird little story where my parents were first dating, like in the beginning. Uh, my dad had a cat named Bert. Um, and it was basically some cat that they found that he thought was a boy cat. So they named it Bert and it found out it was a girl. Mm -hmm. uh, and so he still, uh, so he, he still called it Bert. Uh, so basically my mom, like in their like early years, they, uh, how do you not was, know what the gender of the cat is? I didn't get my cat. Actually, yeah, it, it was one of those where like, you what? would have to almost like know what you're like. It wasn't like there was something hanging that you right. could look at. It was one of those that was like, so there's certain ones where like, you got to like almost, if you, you almost have to cut into it to like either neuter it or spade it to figure out like what it is. Right. Yeah. Uh, so apparently this cat hated my mom and my mom was like, yeah, every time I'd go over to your dad's house, this cat would hide underneath furniture and then all of a sudden I'd walk by and I'd just feel a claw come out of nowhere and just snag me on the back of the leg. Like, <laughs> gotcha. You're in my house, right? Right. Well, my dad like went on some kind of trip where like he had to do something for work and he was out of town. Well, uh, my mom was like, Do you care if I go sit at your apartment and study? Because she was studying like be a nurse at the time. And my dad was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, use my apartment. Um and, you know, just do whatever you got to do. Uh, and apparently Bert and my dad would sleep in the bed together, right? Well, my mom went there, did her study and was like, all right, I'm going to go to sleep and then shut the door to my dad's bedroom because she didn't want Bert coming in there and fucking with her while she was asleep. Right. So she's like, no, no, you're staying out here. The next morning, 
She goes, I open the door. There is a huge pile of shit right in front of the door. Mm-hmm. Just to say, you fucked up. Uh-huh. This is my house. Mm-hmm. And here's my proof. My mom's cat pees on my dad's clothes and shoes often. And I, yeah. he's marking his territory. Yes. Yeah. Can't stand it. Like if you, if I were to go and sit next to my mom on the couch or my dad does it, the cat just gets like violently angry. Like, I mean, it does exactly. It just sits there and just fucking stares at you. Like get out of my spot. Yeah. Um, I do know this about cats. You know, like you always hear about people like with cats, like they'll, the cat will bring like a dead animal to mm-hmm. your doorstep or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, that's like them going, I don't think you can feed yourself. Uh-huh. So I'm giving this to you because I don't think you, I think you're so stupid. You don't know how to survive essentially. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you're a shitty hunter. Here's some food. Yeah. Basically <laughs> like you, you're a terrible animal. <laughs> <laughs> like if I had a cat and one broad, I'm like, listen, uh, all right, look, come in here. You condescending asshole. Stop bringing me dead random animals. Look at this fridge. It's full. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I had a dog do that once. I had a pet. Uh, I had a pet pit bull yeah. uh, named Jack, actually. Who uh, <laughs> I then the the way I had this apartment. I had a bottom floor apartment, and I would leave the sliding glass doors out the back open, and I had a l- really long chain to where he could come all the way into the living room and kitchen with his chain on or go like way out into the field back behind the apartments with his chain on. So he had, I'd leave the door wide open. He had free room with his chain on. Right. And so I got home from work one day, went, put him on his chain, left the door open, went and got in the shower. I come out of the shower and I open the bathroom door and all I see is like feathers just flying into the air <laughs> in the living room. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I go running out into the living room and he had caught a bird somehow and brought it into the living room and was like <laughs> defeathering it basically <laughs> in my living room, just ripping it apart. I'm like, holy fuck, dude. <laughs> My my parents' dogs have a knack for knocking baby birds out of their nest, fucking with them, and then killing them. They also like to dig up moles. So oh, yeah. yeah. Same thing. I, I, yeah. Watching like, dogs go after moles is actually kind of funny. Because uh, <laughs> they, like, stick their, like, nose right in the dirt. And they start to, like, scratch a little bit. And then I was like, my dog did that actually at our in-law's house where she would sit there and, like, scratch and smell. And then all of a sudden she'd get real still. And then she like raised her whole body up and like pounce trying to knock out the mole in the ground. I'm like, that's wild. She knows how to do that. Mm-hmm. Just instinctively. Yeah. Like I've got a technique to kill this animal. Right. Yeah. And that's like those escaped monkeys there in Cincinnati. Like it's all built in to go and fucking hide everywhere. You know, Yeah. find some kind of food. So Same. bring this all back around to Bigfoot. Yeah. <laughs> is Bigfoot part of the cat species or dog species or ape no. species? Primate. Has primate. To be. It has to be primate. a primate. Primates are the only ones that use sticks for wood knocking. They're the only ones that throw rocks. We're the only ones that walk on two legs because, I mean, you can still see like a gorilla 
uh, stand up on two legs and, and kind of walk around at that as enclosure. So, yeah. And then the, the level of intelligence. Yeah. That's a primate. It's a primate from another dimension. I say <laughs> in quantum mechanics, anything is possible. That is true. Literally, 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 literally. So, yeah. All right, Zach, uh, before we get out of here, anything else you want to talk about? Uh, Bigfoot related. Let's see. I've told my stories. I've told the one about um, the two from, from one of my, one of my friends. Um, well, we've talked about the biomechanics and the body proportions that just don't match up to human beings. And, you know, I, I want to see somebody find one, you know, I don't want to see one killed unless it's in absolute defense. You know, ah, that is something I can comment on is, uh, that video that I've seen, uh, it was in survivor man. He did this little series where he actually went out looking for Bigfoot. Um, he had two encounters that he's talked about that were mind blowing. Basically one of them like came right up on his, on his camp in the dark and let out a roar and he about shit himself. Um, but anyways, this other video, this guy was being swarmed by like four or five of them. He had a flare in one hand and he had his camera in the other and the terror that was in this guy's voice, you know, was just crazy. Cause what, what would happen was he would be like shooing one away in front of him with the flare and one of them would come up behind him and touch him. And they would just, they would just touch him just to show like, yeah, kind of like a cat fucking with a mouse. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I can get you. I can get you over and over. Um, I don't want to see one killed, but I do want some kind of DNA collected. You know, we can collect hair and blood and that, that leaves the animal as it is. But if it came down to it, you know, yeah, I'm going to pull the trigger on one. If I think I'm going to die. Uh, yeah. I'm going to have a full on predator moment where I light the whole motherfucking woods up with every ounce of ammo I have. Uh, just when I hear the roar, I think. <laughs> <laughs> also, side note, uh, we on our one of our first episodes, we talked about Bigfoot. We talked about a great tattoo idea, which would be a Bigfoot predator. Um, yeah. Uh, it's funny that you say that. <laughs> predator and Harry from Harry and the Henderson. It's the same guy. No shit. Seriously, really? if you watch when the predator is kind of leaping across um, some of the creek bed, you yeah. can actually see it's the exact same gait pattern as the guy in the hairy costume when he would make big bounds. It was Kevin Peter Hall, I think is his name. He's been dead for a long time. But yeah, the the, pred the original predator and Harry from Harry and the Hendersons is the same actor in the suits. Holy shit. That was way more layered than I intended. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. I did not know yeah. that. That is so good information. Of, so you think of Bigfoot with uh, the the full predator mask on and uh, hell to the L. Even even if like the mouth just all of a sudden did that weird like crab thing and it's like ah and just like snap back. Um, I, I was gonna say before we get out of here, I've I've got to ask you this. Just since, since you're a Bigfoot guy, have you heard now? Are you a Star Wars guy at all? Oh yeah, into it. Oh, uh, yeah. Have you ever heard the uh, the Bigfoot theory, the fan fiction, if you will, about Star, Star Wars? 
No, but I see where this is going. So uh, essentially what happens is uh, we have uh, Han Solo and Chewie uh, get sucked into a black hole and they get spat out here on Earth, right? And (laughs) it's like 500 years ago Mm -hmm. or some kind of timeline like that. And they land, uh, they hide the ship. And then, like, Han Solo becomes, like, a bounty hunter or something like that. It was, like, in, like, the Wild Wild West or something like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Not with Will Smith. Um, <laughs> but so he does that. But, like, they, they're stranded here and they can't leave. So then Han Solo just lives out his life. Well, after he passes away, he's so, like, Chewie's so sad. He just goes, wanders out in the woods. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, uh, Wookiees have such a long lifespan years later, like in the nineties, someone sees Chewie wandering out in the woods, like, Holy shit. What is that? And boom, (laughs) there's your Bigfoot picture. Mm -hmm. Uh (laughs) Well, let's use that just back as a, as a regular example. And, you know, so the Patterson Gimlin was in 72 and star Wars was in 75 or Mm -hmm. 77. I'm sorry. Um, So five years of difference there and Chewie's costume you know it's a costume. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Be- that. That was a good. That was a good full circle for sure. Kudos yeah. on that one. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, was totally. Chewy into humanoid women though? I mean, you I mean, get desperate. Like was he? Like was he one of the? Like was he? Was there a a love triangle between Chewy and Han Solo and Princes? You know, was there was that was he part of the mix there in the love triangle? I mean, I don't think so. Uh, I don't know for sure. I mean, maybe he was like the the best friend that was in love with the girl kind of thing. If you want to go to like a rom com movie about there it, there might be there might be Chewy and Princess Leia fan fiction out there somewhere. Might be. Yeah, might be. Yeah, there's a. I guarantee you, there's something called erotic fan art out there with uh-huh. it. Uh <laughs> huh. Guarantee it. Yeah, you thought a uh, Bigfoot erotica was weird. That was just the written word. Now you're gonna see videos and pictures of it. Oh uh, shit. Oh yeah, it's probably probably proper porn, like even high quality porn of Chewy fucking Leia. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, I could bet money on it. <laughs> Well, that's I was just trying to think of how like the species has evolved on Earth from Chewy to like now full on different family units of Bigfoots running around in different areas. He's like the Noah of the Bigfoots. (laughs) I mean, there is the land bridge theory that, you know, they came across on the western side. But, you know, that's that's a different different take. Yeah. And he's a cousin of the abominable snowman, basically. Yeah. Nice. Of course. Of course. And are, I think they found like some uh, canoes or you know small boats or large boats. I'm not really sure. I I didn't read the article well enough. In recent history, they were thinking that humans actually came across the Pacific Ocean, not the land bridge between Russia and Alaska. Yeah. No. Like a, they carbon dated these boats and so on and said, no, that, that happened before we could have came across the land bridge and nothing else here that we know of would have had a boat. Right. 
dude ancient civilizations man we've been talking about this on the podcast since day one man we're hitting all the topics this this episode <laughs> <laughs> they exist yeah for sure a hundred percent uh final question out or uh not alex but actually yeah for both of you guys and i'll probably answer it too because i'm like that uh Zach, first, uh, would you have sex with a female Bigfoot? <laughs> well, we were talking about this the other day. Um, uh, <laughs> my one of my old buddies, um, actually, <laughs> Crazy Dave, uh, I've, I've talked about a little bit. Um, he asked a question one time. He's like, "So, if you just found yourself on the Planet of the Apes, um, <clears throat> the the Tim Burton one, where Helena Bonham Carter, you know, looks like an ape and." You know, she's actually kind of attractive as an ape. And then there's that weird, like, you know, uh, lingerie ape scene where where the humans are running, whatever. Um, he's like, would you would you fuck an ape? Would you fuck one of them? And Adam's like, no, 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 no. There's, I just couldn't fucking do it. Ape, and, you know, Dave responds, eh, you know, I, I could I could probably warm up to the idea. And I was like, no, no, no. I know I'm stuck here. I'm going straight to the monkey whorehouse with a crate of bananas. Like, <laughs> Fucking make it I'm going. I'm getting dumb. Nice. Might as well get used to the idea. So you know, yeah. if there's a Sasquatch whorehouse, and that's my only option, yes. But <laughs> that's when it, and that's the key phrase. Literally, the only option. But yeah. I don't know if she's, yeah. uh, you know, she's kind of coming on to me a little bit, and you know, she's uh, she's she's dancing around the fire a little, and she's got that nice wiggle in her hips, and. You know, yeah, I'll get a, hair, a handful of hair and, you know. Well, this is what I'm thinking, Zach. I'm thinking you're going, you're going, uh, you're going hiking on the Appalachian Trail. Mm. Okay. You're out on your tent. It's late at night. Your fire's dimming down. And all of a sudden, Romantic. all of a sudden, <laughs> Lady Bigfoot shows up in your camp. Oh, I'm probably just going to shit myself. and. No, pray. but she seduces you. Oh no! She, yeah, I know I can get some tail the next night. So she <laughs> she she starts doing the whole like wiggling back and forth in the firelight, like you were just talking about. I'll appreciate it, but you know, I've been told like being on the Appalachian Trail is nothing but like a fuck party. So or can be, anyways. So uh, no, not the only option. So that doesn't fulfill the the Planet of the Apes requirement. So that's a dude. That's a, she will kill you if you turn her down. You know that she's a now, she's a fucking Bigfoot. Now you've changed the game because now it's my only option. It's die or fuck a Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. But then I have to continue just fucking Bigfoots because you know that that's that's a that's a pretty hard line right there. It's like ah well, all right, I'm done with human women. Let me go find Bigfoot women. So then you'd just be celibate for the rest of your life, trying to find another Bigfoot woman. Yeah, or I'll just settle down with her in our in our cave. I mean, what's that old saying? Once you go foot, everything else is kaput. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, that's the old saying. Alex. That's right. Uh, T-shirts will be made coming soon. Uh <laughs> Make it in a tank top so I can wear it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm even seeing like a like a pinup model, but it's a Bigfoot. You know? Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Old sure. She's got like a, a red bikini with white polka dots and yeah, yeah, big Just hair. hair spewing out. Uh <laughs> 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 
Ace <laughs> <laughs> hair sprayed Hades hair like a fucking oh, yeah. an old uh, Guns N' Roses video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's hot. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, if I'm going to die, sure. I'd rather live. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. What about the uh, what about you ever have any uh, naughty thoughts about the old uh, video? <laughs> the, old, <laughs> the old Patterson video. You got some nice cans. I mean, those things are fucking massive. <laughs> have you seen the enhanced? I mean, dude, it's ridiculous. Oh, I've seen the enhanced images. Ridiculous. <laughs> I, I guess I could even settle down with a hairy woman if she had tits that big. Jesus. <laughs> Alex, what do you think? I mean, there's a lot of different scenarios intertwined <laughs> between all what we've been talking about. But yeah. Uh, Planet of the Apes, the that scenario. I was I was personally sitting there thinking. I was like, maybe at first I'd keep, try to keep my integrity, but it'd be like uh, it'd be like prison essentially. Like o- over time, you're just like I'm warming up to the idea. Um, <laughs> and there's gay for the stage. So how do we how do we make that for Bigfoot? Yeah, yeah, right. Um, and then uh, yeah, live or die. I mean, you got to live. I mean, that, what what are you gonna do? I mean. So, uh, but if one's just like coming up to me, like, huh? And they're <laughs> like, you can say no. I'm like, I- I'm going to have to pass on that one. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Bertha. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. She might have them, them wiggles in their hips that just, you yeah. can't. That's something that humans just can't do. According to Zach, yeah, they got like, they got movements that humans can't even they got angles that they you don't even they're gonna come at you at an angle that ain't no woman that ever been able to come at you at. yeah but what if that becomes your thing you're just gonna start like and it only happens once and you're just gonna spend the rest of your life wandering out in the woods yeah just trying to like with a bottle of you know or just like a box of candy and a bottle of lube like come on baby Apples. i miss you they like apples psycho man. stalker trying Peanut to butter. fuck another bigfoot oh I got a I got a quick one for you. Um, my guy I used to work with and his dad. I worked with both of them. They had set uh, some peanut butter in a Ziploc bag up hanging off of a tree uh, and up on a hill behind the house. And Adam went up there and <clears throat> he when he came back, he's like, "Yeah, Dad, I think we've got a Bigfoot back there." He goes, "Oh yeah, why?" He goes, "Well, the peanut butter bag was ripped apart and there was a smeared peanut butter handprint about nine feet in the air." Eight Dang. nine feet in the air, or just well, maybe maybe not that high, but it had reached up and smeared off the peanut butter that it hadn't eaten onto the bark of the tree, and you could clearly see finger lines. Oh shit, mm-hmm. dude! That's does he to take a picture of it? Oh, see, that's something you got to take a picture of, dude. That's one of the that's one of the uh, advices that we gave on this podcast recently was that you have to always have your phone with you and fully charged so that if anything crazy like that shit happens, you can have either picture or video evidence of. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. And uh, convince the scientific community. Yeah, because otherwise they say no. They say this shit didn't exist. Naysayers. I hate naysayers. 
<laughs> for, for literally no good reason. That's the problem. <laughs> exactly. Okay. All right. Mikey, what's your answer, though? Come on. You already know what my answer is. You know, I'm fucking swinging that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> oh he's getting it oh he's getting it i'm stripping naked and running across that fire like you can't <laughs> hold me back watch out watch out <laughs> uh, no i'm a married man man i can't be doing that <laughs> so i tell Poor her monkey pussy for me that's what I tell her. I'd be like, look, I'm sorry. I'm married. I got, see this ring on my finger? I can't. I'm she's not. just going to growl at you and bite your finger off. Yeah, yeah. she'll then just kill the man that you have sex with. And she'll yeah. kill me and she'll murder me. And I'd be like, yeah, it's, you know, at least I died knowing that my integrity was intact. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Assuming you're not married. Yeah. Uh, oh, assuming I'm not married, we're having kids. It's, it's okay. <laughs> we're having babies. We're having yeah. little half human, half half Bigfoot babies. Mm. Um, I'm living on the trail from now on. I'm part of the family. Uh, I'm gonna be out there throwing rocks at boats and shit. There you go. <laughs> there were no. like there was twelve Bigfoot and one naked redheaded guy. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just part of the group. He's out there just throwing rocks at me. He's like, "Fucker, get, get out of my! This is my fishing hole." It's not a grunts, man. It was just unintelligible gibberish. But man, it was a guy. I guess he's been out there way too fucking long. Yeah, that was it. He had a he had an empty bottle of woodford reserve strapped to his fucking <laughs> hip see that's how we lure you back <laughs> to society is we we leave the treat out instead of an apple it's a bottle of woodford that's a, that's it yeah Blanton, me if i if i fall into that can't find me leave a bottle of blanton's on a log somewhere i'll, I'll show up <sighs> now topic like of future discussion because you're talking about um uh breeding there um, have you guys talked about aliens crossbreeding with humans? Oh man, that happens constantly. Mm-hmm. Like the pregnant women whose babies just disappear and there's no sign that they were ever pregnant. What? Yeah. So something for another podcast, but, uh, Oh yeah. I've seen a couple of specials on that woman fully pregnant. She's like seven months pregnant and the next morning she wakes up after having an experience that, you know, everything's kind of fragmented and foggy. She wakes up the next morning, not pregnant anymore, goes to the doctor and they're like, there is literally no sign that you've ever been pregnant. Oh, wow. Yeah. And after she'd already been to the doctor several times prior to that, mm-hmm. where she bent to her OBGYN and they'd been like, Oh, all right, come back to this for this sonogram and all this mm-hmm. shit. The whole nine and, yards. And, and then, then later claimed that she was abducted again and met her daughter who had features of a gray. Mm. Oh, wow. Dude, uh, that's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> that's wild. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah. Uh, leave us hanging like that. God yeah. damn. Yeah, that'll be a definitely good ass episode. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Zach, I don't know if you want people to come follow you anywhere, but if you do, where would they go and do that at? The only thing I'm really active on, and I'm not active enough, but I'm on Instagram as at bluestone underscore strongman. And uh, if you're a strongman, powerlifter, or just general weightlifter, I have a uh, discount code for server strength. It's puzzle. You get 10% off of your order. And that's advertised on my Instagram also. So nice. <clears throat> All right. Really, the only thing I'm I'm active on. I I don't use Facebook anymore, and haven't really made a YouTube presence. All right. Well, there we go. Follow uh, Zach on Instagram. Then you can also follow Soberless Thoughts on Instagram at Soberless Thoughts, and you can follow us on Facebook at Soberless Thoughts, and you can follow us on Twitter at Think Soberless, or just search Soberless Thoughts, or uh, send us an email at Soberless Thoughts at gmail dot com. What do we like to say at the end of these, Alex? We like to say, when you're in the skillet, you need to stay cheesy, keep it greasy, and flip on out. I can dig it. (laughs) Sometimes I feel like I'm slipping in the same old shit. Dead in job any day, I'm going to quit. By 11, I'm ready to crash This mean old world keeps knocking me on my ass Wishing for a different